Before we start the show, I want to thank the thousands of you, the thousands who have read This Book Will Make You Dangerous. Many of you have told me that the book's unique way of exploring fear, confidence, and purpose has had a lasting impact, that it's much easier for you to get clarity and direction about what really matters and what you want to do in this lifetime. It's also amazing to hear that quite a few of you have read it multiple times and even bought copies for friends, so thank you again. Just in case you weren't aware, I created a free companion video course for the book. And in these videos, I walk you through the big takeaways and practices from each chapter. And I even cover some extra stuff that's not included in the book. Information on how to access the course is in newer versions of the book. And if you own an older version of the book and you don't know how to access the course, just hit me up via the contact form at triplinear.com and we'll get you all set up. And one last thing, if you're one of the thousands who have already read the book, please consider leaving an honest review on Amazon so that others can decide if it's right for them. Again, thank you so much for reading. This book will make you dangerous. And now let's start the show. You are listening to the new man beyond the macho jerk and the new age wimp. Your host is men's coach, Trip Lemire. Does your work devour your time and energy? Do you wonder if you're meant to do something else professionally? And how is nice guy syndrome killing your career? In today's coaching call, I talk with a woman who has run her own design company for 30 years. And because of the relentless workload, she's rarely taken time off for herself. And she's wondering if maybe it's time to consider another career path. This conversation is a great example of why I love the coaching process. Oftentimes, we think our problem is our job or our spouse or some external situation out in the world. And while those external challenges certainly exist, when we're willing to take a hard look in the mirror, we can see that the key to changing the situation is in our hands. The key to changing the situation isn't to change the world, but to change which version of ourselves we bring to the world. And that's when everything else falls into place. In terms of expectations around coaching, um, you know, this coaching's not a quick fix. It's not one and done. And in a single conversation, the way that I work with people can be for years, but we're not working on like solving a specific problem. It's more of a way of being or who we're bringing to the world. So I say that because sometimes somebody might enter into this conversation like, wow, I'm going to have this conversation and then everything's <laughs> fixed and done. <laughs> if that was the case, I'd make much. a lot more money. I'd make a lot more. <laughs> 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 yeah. So I want to just say for myself and also for you too, that we can let go of any expectation that anything has to happen today, that I need to look good or you need to look good or I need to perform or you need to perform that we can be messy and what it could just go completely upside down and I'm okay with that. And awesome. <laughs> okay, great. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Pressure's yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. And, and back to it, like whatever shows up today, just take whatever works for you and just toss out what, whatever doesn't. So. Sounds right. good. Good. All of that out of the way. Now we can have some fun, right? Um, <laughs> okay. So yeah, I went through your email again and was, was getting a sense of where you are, but it sounds like you're entering the call with a bit more clarity. So 
Yeah, let's kick it off. What, what, what do you tell me a little bit about where you are and, and what's got some juice for you today? Yeah, I mean, when I saw your invitation email, I thought, you know, what I might bring to the table is um, potentially pretty universal, particularly for people our age, people that have been in a career for a huge chunk of time. I don't think that it's no considered an issue. I think it's an opportunity. It's more of a threshold. That's how it feels. So my question essentially could be phrased, I guess, a million ways, but in looking at career, and I'll kind of give you two pieces of, I think, important nuggets here. The career part being the, you know, how I spend my time, how I make money, probably how I'm perceived in the world in a lot of ways in terms of interacting with people. Oh, this is what I do. You know, that's how you kind of tend to kick off conversations with strangers, whatever. Um, You know, it's 30 years of doing pretty much the same thing on a pretty intense level, you know, managing a lot of, you know, high dollar projects that have liability financially, you know, in the world in terms of things that are getting put out there. Never really taking a break. Like I was thinking back maybe a couple, two or three week vacations in 30 years. But there's never been like, I'm going to take a sabbatical. I'm going to, you know, I've tried, I've thought about it, but it's mm-hmm. projects just overlap and continue. And it's, it's a fast pace. And so there's always a bunch of things happening at the same time, a bunch of deadlines getting met. And as soon as one gets met, another one's next in line. And it just sort of continues. And 30 years later, I'm like, I'm I'm doing this still. It's the same. It's the same picture, which is interesting. So this question is about career, but it's not because you could probably insert X career type and it would still be the same conversation. And that is, am I on the right track to continue to do that expansion, that self awareness work, being in the world? Or is there something more that hasn't been considered? Is there a left or right turn in there that either was missed or should be taken, or is there more opportunity? Would I be a bigger, more expressed person if if some aspect of creativity or just the way I spend my time was directed, redirected? So it's it's as much about the what, but mostly about the how and mostly about opportunity. And when you don't ask the question, you don't get any answers. <laughs> And it's interesting because I think it's probably a little easier for a conversation like this to go. If I don't like this, I'm unhappy here, this isn't working, kind of gives a focus, but none of those are in play. Everything is actually going just fine. (laughs) But man, I am busy. And the deadline thing is non-freaking stop. (laughs) And you just kind of think, oh my God, wouldn't it be great if I just had like a month and all I did was ski (laughs) or, well, if I could just slack off and (laughs) have a good time, that would be really cool. But it just, it just kind of can't seem to happen or fit in there. So there's the superficial side I want, but I wanted to make it very clear that there's, there's really this understanding of, of not exactly why we're here, but that I know it's not really about the stuff. It's not really about the what, you know, mm. okay. and the how is super important. 
how I get up every day, how I spend my time, how, how I approach people, what I can bring, what I can give, what makes my heart feel full. That's, that's ultimately the most important thing. Hmm. So hopefully that sets the stage a bit. Yeah. Let's zoom out, see if I am <clears throat> tracking this. So you've been in this career for a long time. There's a pace to this career, which is, as you describe, it sounds rather relentless. There's not a, there's not a obvious place to take breaks and slow down. There is this sense that there's an, there's something else for you in your life Possibly. beyond, beyond <laughs> yeah. just this train that you've got going on professionally and the identity that you have professionally going on. And as you describe it, there's the, what the, the, what you're doing and then how you're doing it is very important. And the question I wrote down as you were talking was more of who you're being. Mm. Who are you bringing to this? And maybe it's a deeper question of who are you? It's like you're waiting for permission to be someone else or, or to be a different version of you. If, if things were to slow down or you were given permission, if something were to miraculously shift, mm-hmm. you would have permission to then be whom? Right. Right, exactly. And I feel like that is quite broad. It could be a lot of cool different things. It doesn't feel limiting. It doesn't feel scary. It feels more like a space that doesn't currently exist. Kind of the way you just said it. If miraculously you were given the opportunity, that's the space, right? Mm. (laughs) Yeah. What if we were to play with that today? Like who is there, who in you is waiting to be expressed in how you choose to move through the world or whatever you choose to whatever. Right. It's not, it doesn't, I think there's a way to make this really complex, but it's really just, I think this is universal. It's like, we're kind of waiting for one day I'll be given permission to be who I really am. And this, and this can show up with my partner is in the way my career is in the way my I'm in the wrong town. I don't have the right community. I hear different versions of this. And it's, so this is the, there's this obstacle and it blocks me from being who I am really here to become. Yeah, maybe potentially. So I think that there's a piece in there and I will, I will clarify though, that every day when I show up to a project, I don't have that on hold. I fully show up as me and I fully feel like I'm me. I'm just doing this version. It's this puppet show versus whatever it could be, but I'm fully showing up as me. I'm not holding back. I don't feel like there's a me that's out there that hasn't quite shown up. I, I am using this current career opportunity to be fully expressed, and I absolutely am. So there isn't a wanting or a waiting in that regard. There's an element here that as we're talking that it sounds like... Um... There's not a lot of choice for you. 
Yeah, in some ways it does kind of feel like that. And I don't know why, because what's funny is, is most people would look at a business owner and say, well, you have all the toys in the world. In fact, I have friends that will say that like, well, of course you can come. You can design your schedule. I'm like, yeah, but not really. <laughs> so let, let's go into that. Let's go yeah. into the and and I, and for the sake of this conversation, let's appreciate that there's probably and uh, in, in your in the boardroom of your mind, you've got several different players. Yeah. You've got several different folks at the table. So it might seem a little weird that and contradictory or paradoxical that you've got a few different folks that are showing up and they say different things. So on I the know one hand, about that system. So I get that. Yeah. Yeah. So I might have somebody that's like, I want to take off more time. And another person that's like, there's no freaking way because yeah. why, 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 why is it that it's not okay for you to slow down or to do things a little differently? Yeah. And the practical answer to that, which I'll just throw out first, but then I know you're getting to the less practical, but we'll throw out the practical first. And, and that is because of the way that the industry or the business works, everything's tethered and it just kind of keeps going. So the idea, the practical idea of stepping aside for a chunk of time feels like a complete full stop. Because if somebody, if the, if the agency is not here to pick up all the balls that are in the air, someone else is going to have to take over. So literally business stops and clients go elsewhere. They have to, because that's the nature of it. So that's the practical answer. It's pretty real. It's very convincing. The the non-practical side is, yeah, there are little sort of, um, I like to call them limiting beliefs that have probably been there since, I mean, you could call it nature, nurture, karma. I don't know what to call it, but have been there probably since the beginning of time that sort of feed into the dialogue of how this goes. But one of those is a sense of, I don't want to let anybody down. I don't want to not perform or not be trusted or trustworthy or be the one that's always the rock solid, right? There, There is most definitely that energetic is a through line since day one, as long as I can remember. So that's key. Very not practical, but totally in line with what we're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. And then the second one is probably... Well, this is the identity I've built and who would I be or how would I be recognized if I don't have that? You know, who am I without the thing that I've worked hard to clarify that I'm a good person? You know, we'll load it up. Let's load it up here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which, you know, is pretty darn common, especially in our modern world. You know, and I say that out loud and it's not literally true, but to some extent, I'm sure it's absolutely true in a fear-based uh, you know, prerogative that's like, you know, kind of fueling the what if underneath. Cause I could sit here and tell you, no, that's not true because I don't really think that way, but that doesn't mean it's not fueling some ulterior motive in the background. So I think those two things, pretty common themes are playing in the background of how not to get off the train. Here's why. Here are right. two solid reasons why you will be screwed. <laughs> right? Yeah, you can't leave because your clients will have to go elsewhere. They they will just have to. And, and they'll think I'm a slacker and a dot like those that that piece that says I've let you down. Right. Right. Well, I think more importantly, the energy behind what that says. Right. Got it. Yeah. Anything else? No, but I think those are probably pretty strong. You can roll with those. 
<laughs> I know how you work. <laughs> You're smart enough. You've already done all of it. You've gotten yourself to this point. Mm-hmm. And what do you think's in the way? Habit. <laughs> in, a, in a real plain way. Um, yeah, I mean, I know that sounds really lame, but I think that the combination, if you put the practical together with these energetic through lines, I think the habit just is a lot easier. <laughs> it's a lot stronger and it's a lot more guaranteed. Right. You know, it's a whole lot, um, you know, and and because it's not miserable, because I actually enjoy it and because there is um, there are great relationships and there is really good payoff in terms of not financially. I mean, yes, that's there, but I, I'm not even bringing that into the equation. It's, it's obviously important to pay the bills, but you know, it's pretty, it's good. And so you kind of feel like an idiot complaining about something that's not meant to be complained about. And then you enter the habit and they just kind of feel like um, a crybaby, like, What's even the problem here? <laughs> mm. But it comes back up again. And you're like, oh, there it is. There's this thing wanting to know what else is out there or how, how I could be better or more fully expressed without this structure. And so I know it's real because it pops back up, even though I can talk around it and say, okay, well, <laughs> <you know? laughs> it's a habit and it's pretty good. And so why are we questioning it? Here we go. Round and round. <laughs> Yeah. Sounds exhausting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what I do notice in in this dynamic, and if we are back to the, who we are, who are we being, who we're being in this dynamic is, is defensive. So I'm, I'm, my focus and my energy is more about what could go wrong. And it's not that bad. So just shut up and stay on track. Like just stay on the train. And and then I'm going to get better at managing the discomfort I have of being on the train, but it, but it, it is more as it occurs to me as we're talking is it's it's more of a defensive posture instead of okay this is a challenge this is an interesting challenge this is a design challenge yeah it is that. <laughs> it definitely is that huh this is a design challenge so I I. First off, I have to believe that it's all or nothing. Mm-hmm. I have to believe there's some rigidity there. I have to believe that. Yeah, for sure. And I have to, I've got to believe a lot of things in order for that to be the case for everything you just laid out. But the point being is that it's always just nice to recognize where, when we are in that defensive posture and it's okay. We, we, we tend to spend all of our time in a defensive posture, playing right. not to lose. Right. So for you, it's like, okay, if I were to shift anything up, I, I stand to lose a lot, whether it's finances or how I'm perceived in the eyes of my clients, people I really care about. Those are all really important things to me. Yep. It makes total sense. Yep. What might this look like if you were to be playful? Um. today what would that look like you know it would it would have to start with saying no a lot and being okay with saying no a lot yeah it would have to start there because i have to create some space when 
within which to play. Because right now there isn't enough, there isn't any extra space. It's pretty all well accounted for. So playfulness requires open-endedness in space and which is going to require a no. So I have to first start getting better at saying no. <laughs> okay. As you were talking, something was occurring for me. And I'm so glad you brought up the space thing because it was, it's, it, that's the sense that I got was like, I just back off, please. Mm-hmm. Just give me space. I just mm-hmm. want space. Yeah. But like in this like, oh, and I don't want to have to fucking justify it. If I want to lay in my bathtub all day <laughs> <laughs> and read TMZ, I Another will. Thing, please. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to have to justify or defend or explain anything. It's, it's that. It's exactly that. It really oh. is. Like, could I just be a complete and total fuck up? Please, like, somebody give me permission to just be worthless. That okay. Would be- <laughs> well, now we're back to who are waiting for permission to be, right? Like, and that's the fear. Well, if I had permission, I'd be a fuck up, right? It would, it would somehow be <laughs> negative, maybe. And it's just funny because it's hilarious to say that out loud because it's the, the antithesis of my entire life. I don't think I've ever been that for one minute. You know, and so it's, you know, you kind of think and laugh about, okay, what's the absolute extreme here? And, you know, likely it's somewhere in the middle, (laughs) but it is, I mean, it's just kind of, um, yeah, only child type A, high expectations, good grades, scholarship. I mean, you just, you can just see the whole thing, like the whole thing play out. And I guess I'm still on that same train. It's just called a career now, (laughs) right? Yeah, and so power for you may not be about how much more can I take on. Power for you is about saying enough. I choose what goes on my plate. I choose my expectations. And I choose the amount of space I allow myself to have or allow anybody to get close to me. And if I don't want it, I don't take it on. And it's okay. I have nothing to apologize for, nothing to defend, nothing to justify, nothing to explain. (laughs) Yeah. This is who I'm waiting to be. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I guess the answer lies in given that, then what? What, com- what arises. Okay. Well, first, right, it's easy to jump right into, well, that sounds really unsafe. <laughs> 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 that sounds like I'm going to blow everything up, right? right? Okay, so how about just for a few minutes, we give ourselves permission, to, like we're not going to do anything with this, but I just want to give the space for this part of you to show up and just exhale. Yeah. Just, it's okay. I've had yeah. enough. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it is interesting because, you know, how could you possibly answer the question given the current circumstance? It's impossible, right? Right. The question that I'm asking, no wonder it keeps coming back because you can't answer it in a container that's full. (laughs) 
because the very nature of the question is not really like, you know, to my point, it's not really the what, it's the how and how can only be free when there's space for it. And so the how just doesn't have any um, bandwidth or amplitude. It has nowhere to sort of grow or stretch because it's contained within, you know, the original problem, if you call it a problem, right? The definition of insanity. (laughs) Whatever you can't solve the, solve the thing with the original mind that created it. (laughs) So now we're, we're living in a place where you, you said it was no, but being able to say no, but it's really about saying yes. And there's a, where did I, I was, I was some sex thing. I, I want to trust your no. If in order to trust your no, I want to, or in, in order to trust your yes, I need to trust your no. Mm. Interesting. So if we're, if I'm testing boundaries with my partner or vice versa, that yes is only valuable if I really understand that your no means something. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I like that because it really shows the entire, the entirety of it. Um, not just because I think my danger or the defensive pitfall would be to not, um, disappoint somebody. So therefore a yes or no without the full spectrum is going to be perhaps sugarcoated or, you know, somehow contrived to fit back into that expectation, you know, myself setting it up, of course, but. So if we come back to what your yes would be. On one level, it's like, I just need space, really, yeah. but it might help to come back to what am I really a yes to? Yeah. So the space yeah. would allow or empower you. And it might, it might just be, I want to sit in a jacuzzi all day, like, or yeah. whatever. Well, and I think that's the, that's the exploration here because a career of 30 years may not even look the same if there's just a damn break. <laughs> Right. Mm-hmm. You know, coming back to it at some future point would not, it's not, you know, we're not precluding that it has to be all or nothing here. You know, it could be as simple as just having space or taking a break changes the appearance of it all and breathes new life into it or whatever. So, or I being in that, a relationship with anyone or anything where I get to say no. Right. So if I'm in a relationship with my partner and I know it's safe to say no, right? I know that doesn't mean that the relationship ends. Same thing with my client. Yeah, that's a really, it's funny that you say that because I was actually reflecting back on a client um, who happened to be a really good friend, a different, you know, she's, we're not peers, but she became a really good friend in the work that we did. And the one time I said no was a total disaster. You know, it was really interesting. It fed right into the expectation and the energy of what I've assumed all along. And, you know, I'm willing to say that perhaps on some level, I set that up. Yeah, we train people how to treat us. Yeah, exactly. Because if that's how I look at myself, why, how would I be able to bring any energy differently to me? If I'm not allowing myself to say no, and when I finally do, and I have a hard time doing that, and somebody treats me in the way that I was afraid of, in some ways, I brought that on. 
Not in some ways. I think in all ways I brought that on, right? Because how I view myself is how someone's going to view me, right? Yeah. If my time doesn't matter to me, I'll I'll just, I'll piss it away. You can have it. Right. And if you feel entitled to my time. You're going to be pretty pissed off once I, when I finally, the one time, come out and try to take that back. Right. So if I've trained the world to be entitled to my time, to my energy, to my attention, to my focus, and I've trained myself to not view or value my own time, my own energy, my own focus. That's a, that's a tough one to get out of if I'm not willing to shift who I'm being. Right. Yeah. And that goes back to those limiting belief threads since the beginning of time, where if we set ourselves up and come into the world with those energies, that's how we'll be met. Right. We can look at them as choices too. Oh, for sure. Because I think it's not like um, they can't be changed. But un- gone unnoticed and brought into every situation, that's going to be the underlying thing. Yeah. Right. So we're creating some space here for you to have a no, for no to be allowed. We're giving space for that to be a yes for just you at this point. Right. Like whatever that hell you want to do with your time and energy because it's yours. Yeah. You've, it's your freaking birthright. Yeah. And then I can expand that because details matter, right? Because I'm pretty, I'm really good at doing that on the weekend for the most part. And I'm good at doing that at the end of the workday, whenever I call that or in the morning before the work starts, I've created, I definitely I'm not boundaryless. You know, I do not check email on the weekends or at night. I don't take my phone to bed, like zero of that. Like I'm very clear. It's within the container that it all shifts within the container of work. What I call is the beginning and the end. I have to get, I, I think maybe what I've done is I've said, okay, you're granting yourself all this clarity outside of work. But once you get in this container, it's like complete vice grip. Wow. <laughs> It's like, okay, great. Yeah, play all weekend, fine. But once you get to Monday at whatever, you know, then all bets are off. And that's when no doesn't happen or that's when choice is out the window. And that's when, you know. Wow. So I think that I have to be very clear that, great, keep doing it and have those boundaries, but then really look at it within this defined container. You have to open up that one, you know, and be be super willing to not defend it because I think I've created the, you know, the parameters that look like they work <laughs> for all intents and purposes. Cause I have a great time on the weekends. I, you know, no problem, but that's just two days. <laughs> I think I need more to that. So there's a role you play to be, sure. I won't use the word successful professionally, but there's a role you play to be safe professionally to keep your clients around, to keep the work coming in. And what that role requires is that you believe you won't be okay if you were to say no or you were to somehow push back that in that domain, the role you play allows your clients, the people that hire you to have a lot more leeway than what may be working for you now at this stage of life. 
And so the word that I want to introduce here, because you, you seem to understand this when you allow yourself some room outside of your professional world, but the word is wholeness, right? So I, I'm allowed to be whole out here and I'm allowed to say yes and I'm allowed to say no, but over here I won't be okay. My okayness is attached to their checkbook or their approval or opinion whatever it is, but that's where essentially my wholeness, my ability to be okay suddenly goes out the window and it's attached to them now. Yeah. Something like that. When in actuality, I have a skill set that can help people and I choose to work with people where it's a two-way street. I get to be all of me and I'm here to be of service to them, but there's also some really clear boundaries. And I make it sense. I make new agreements with myself. They may be difficult for certain clients, and that's a good way to filter them out. But I have to come from this place, or at least just start to recognize when I'm in that defensive position of I will not be okay, and start to. I can get curious. Is it really true I wouldn't be okay? <laughs> Is it really true yeah. I'm not okay now? <laughs> Yeah. And I'm curious about that word. Okay. I'm like, I want something more specific there. Like what does okay actually mean? Cause I think if I can get really specific with that word, it'll be a little more of an ass kicker, a little bit more motivating. Cause what does okay really mean? Cause like, I feel okay, but <clears throat> I think that's really important. Is it, I won't be validated, I won't be approved, I won't be accepted, I won't be... I think it's something around accepted, or I won't, um, I can't be trusted, or it's I won't be accepted, I won't be trusted. It's, it's very integrity... Valued? Yeah, but it's more about my integrity. Hmm. Less about my value and more about my integrity. Because I think that... Um, again, another through line is probably, and again, you know, it's like, I think these things got embedded like way the hell back, you know? Sure. And so that's why they're so sneaky because we operate sort of with them in, in the background and you just don't really look at them literally. But I think another one is, um, feeling misunderstood. So like saying no and being very clear and okay with the fact if somebody else misunderstands my integrity as to why I'm doing that, you know what? <laughs> I've never been able to say that ever because I care so much. Right. And it's not that I, I care about my self-image. I really care about the integrity of the whole thing. Like, I don't want them feeling hurt. I don't want them feeling a sense of pain or discomfort. Like, it's a... It's a, I think, a well-founded thing. It's not purely in my own self-preservation. It's very much idealistic, even altruistic, dare I say that. And being misunderstood um, and being uh, not accepted or, or lack of, you know, that mistrusted or those all feel very fragile in okay. that. Room. So I think it's an integrity thing. Yeah. You know, this is a version of nice guy syndrome and it's typically one-sided Yeah, because we often don't even allow ourselves to have a conversation about what is the relationship. It's assumed I'm three steps ahead of you so that I can't 
screw yeah. things up. Yeah. I'm going to be, I'm going to go above and beyond your expectations so you can't possibly misunderstand me or critique me. Thousand percent. Okay. So that's not relationship. Right. That's not I mean, relating. I, I know where you're going with it, but to me, it feels like it, right? It's managing. Mm-hmm. I'm managing others. I'm managing them so that they don't get disappointed. Mm-hmm. I manage, and we all do this. And it's a version of collapse in relationship. You talked about integrity, and I think it's important that we talk about integrity here because one way to look at integrity is that. If I think you're not okay with it, I will collapse what I want. I, will, I won't bring that to the table. Yeah. Whereas relationship means, hey, here's what I want. Let me hear from you. Let's figure something out here. Yeah, compromise. Or, hey, maybe this is telling us that we're not going to be good partners in this, and it's okay. Yeah. Compromise meeting, there's two parts. There's two pieces, and they both come equally to the table. But if I am not allowed to have my part and it's only about making sure what, that what they think and feel and is managed, I may actually never even talk about what they're thinking and feeling because I'm so far, I'm assuming. And what tends to happen in those relationships is we overfunction and overdeliver, and, and the other person is just like, geez, this person's like really going, I, I was happy with version one, but they did version seven and they're still going. Yeah. Okay. So I want to point that out because that's part of the relationship. And when we talk about how it is sitting down and saying, here's what I think would be cool. Here's what works great for me. I think it would work great for you, but I want to hear from you. Instead of I either collapse or tough shit. This is, this is all you get. And I puff my chest out, right? (laughs) Which is not relating either, right? It's (laughs) terrible, right? It's kind of the, the, equally terrible. One is just kind of like it's yeah. Collapse is a good word. I like the image that that evokes. It's memorable, and it's like yeah. No, I don't want to do that either. Right. I, I that's where we lo- that's where we lose you in this. Yeah, you lose all of my power, my strength, and and the very thing, the very how that I'm looking to bring. Right. And the the linchpin there is it won't be okay. With the word to be determined. Right. You. But there's some version of like, no, if you were to actually own what you want in this dynamic, it wouldn't be safe or, or it could be misunderstood, whatever it is. It invites conflict. It invites some problem. Yeah. Yeah. So shut it down, collapse, go figure out, just go over function or go do the thing you've been doing. Yep. Okay. Over so what we're starting to get here is that another possibility for you is instead of, hey, tough shit's my way or the highway, this is the way I do things now. Diva, diva approach. <laughs> no eye contact. Do not look me in the eyes. Exactly. <laughs> All five foot two and a hundred pounds. Of me. <laughs> you know, I, I spent some time in Hollywood. I met a few interesting <laughs> folks, right? So, the, but it is that like I get, I get to, I get to have a seat at the table. I get to speak up for what I want. I get to see if this is really going to be a problem. I get to relax the concern by being curious instead of defensive. Yeah, it's so weird. The word defensive is so odd because collapsing and defending feel like they're in opposition. 
So like my body, there's no part of me that feels defensive. It feels incredibly accommodating. Everything but defensive, but I understand what you're saying. It's submissive. The mechanism within, way underneath it, is defending, essentially. But I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have really thought of it that way because it doesn't feel that way, if that makes sense. Collapsing it's, feels way more real. It's defending against a possibility, maybe not like dukes right. her up kind of a thing. But it is a submissive thing, which is I'm going to roll over and show my belly so we don't possibly have a problem here. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Like even my alpha dog knows. <laughs> okay. You know? <laughs> it is. I mean, it is. I, I think it's a, most definitely a common, a common theme that feels. <clears throat> yeah. It's so weird to hear that word. I don't know why that's like, it's triggering in some way, probably in a, in a curious way of like, man, like we're, where does that stem? Like, what is that? Or when does that start? Or how could I recognize that? Like, what is the, the well, pivot? Power. What's that? It's power. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's really weird. It's that feels like a blind spot. Just to throw that out there. It feels like a blind spot because I can picture all of it. I can feel all of it. But that one piece feels like a blind spot because I'm like, what is that? It's like a black hole of something. I don't know what that is. We could call it, it's very common. I, I talk to a lot of quote successful people, but they've all they've gotten is just really good at jumping through hoops. They've, they've relied upon somebody else to lay out the hoops and say, here, go do this and do it well. Meet these expectations. We'll have a review for you after the fact. You'll get a check for it. You might get a bonus and you get this series of, uh, it's just, the path is laid out for you. Just do well, which is a lot different than, huh, what is it that I'm really wanting today? In this dynamic, what feels enlivening for me? How I treat my body, where I live, how I move my, where I, just the way I move through the world, what I'm wearing today, what projects I want to take on how I interact with my lover, how I interact with my clients. That's all within my power. That's all within my deciding factor. There is no external comparison. There is no, just check these boxes and you did it. You get the gold star. So there's an, it's an, an internalized version of our authority instead of here's the authorities outside of you. It's the client go do well in their eyes. It's pretty easy. You can kind of do that sleepwalking. The internal part is, hmm, what would make this exciting? Or what would make this feel more expansive for me? And then there's the contraction. Oh, but they might not like it or that's the threat. That's what, that's what holds us back from really speaking up for ourselves in the world and why we tend to collapse, we hide it, or we posture and dominate, try to domineer others but we really never give ourselves the opportunity to sit across from somebody and say, I love you. And I also really care about me. So (laughs) (laughs) both get to matter here. I value both. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I think that's the bottom line right there is that I'm willing to sacrifice my own mattering for everybody else to feel like they matter because that, I don't know why that makes me so uncomfortable, but it does. (laughs) 
I don't want that. That idea makes you uncomfortable or that they won't think you matter. Not me. It's them. I'm, I'm so willing to put my own mattering to the side so that someone else doesn't question their own mattering. (laughs) Okay. I, you know, the nice guy syndrome, like you said, it's, it really does boil down to that. And, um, I, there's a, you know, there's a thread of beautiful goodness in that. I don't discount that it, but it can be very haunting and completely destructive when done wrong. Yeah. It's the codependent part, which is I'm not okay. If you're not okay, where I can be okay when you're okay. And I'm so glad I had, I got to have this impact on your life and I may do something and it may have a negative impact. Like you don't like the project, we'll fix it or whatever. And I could feel bad about it, but I'm still on a ground level. Okay. I haven't gotten lost. Yeah. And that's the empowerment piece here that I'm speaking to that yeah. comes back to the beingness of this, which is if I can bring that grounded, centered, empowered being into the conversation, I don't have to be perfect. And I don't have to be dependent upon you to feel okay about myself. That's not the baseline, but it's in there. Because I'm okay at a baseline. And I do have the presence and the wherewithal to be, to have what you just said, but it's somewhere in the middle somewhere during the busyness, somewhere during the busiest, most pressured parts where that changes. And that's when we get to ask, you know, ideally who's, who's sitting at the head of the table or who's driving at that point. I might have a young part of me that's back to performing in order to be okay. Mm In that point when I've lost my connection to that deeper part of me that I might have access to on the weekends or in a meditation. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So if we, if we zoom out, what we're getting here is that the opportunity for you to have more space, as you call it, for you to be able to have more authority in how you do things. There's an op- there's lots here. There's lots to be explored. It would require that you are present It would require that you are aware of your own experience instead of just getting lost in your clients. It would require that you have something that you want, that you're clear that you would want it to be different and that you are able to speak that within relationship instead of managing other people. And then it would be an opportunity for you to practice your connection with this wholeness. Now, I'm not saying this is an easy path. Of course not. (laughs) But it does help you if you want more choice. If you want to practice leaning into your autonomy. You know, and it's like, I could sit there and argue, like, I'm not going to throw out the bullshit of like, well, I got to pay the mortgage and I got to buy food. It's like, well, yeah, of course. And so figure that part out. You know, it's not, those aren't in a detriment, not that I'm financially independent, but 
but I'm smart enough to be able to figure that out, keep at least a baseline or whatever to, to make it happen. Or, you know, if I had to like dip into savings, like it's something's there. Like I don't, I can't throw the card out that says, Oh, but you know what I mean? Like I had to just say that out loud because that's just, that's not going to be helpful. That's back to that. Wouldn't be okay. Right. It's wonderful to just play with that. Like to just go down this catastrophic trail (laughs) Of how yeah. quickly you'd be living in a bus station, you know, <laughs> right. and it's like the first time I said no to my client, the whole thing evaporated, you know, and it's like, no, it would take a series of really crazy things to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's great to recognize that all or nothing thinking. Yeah. yeah but this, this will happen. And that, that's always a telltale sign. It's like, okay, I'm hijacked. That's it. Yeah. I know how that feels too, because yeah. it feels different than your than a normal relaxed posture it feels that feels defensive that is the one thing that i can say that feels defensive because you're you're pitting yourself against yourself you're giving yourself two options and neither one of them are good ones <laughs> right. right and one's in survival mode mm-hmm. one's one's trying as hard as it can to just hang on to what it knows i don't like to i don't like to belittle those i think it's easy to want to chop them off but it's, I, I like being curious with them and taking them along and say, Hey, what if we found a solution that, you know, could take care of made We made sure that X amount was still coming in or whatever. And it tends to calm the whole system down. It's the fear that they, that those parts of us won't be heard and won't be appreciated on the ride that has us get even more inflamed. Because it, it, it calms down just like a toddler would if once it's seen, you know, and I don't think it's really any different. So I'm actually of the mind that if there's a lot of love given there, chances are something, it, it'll actually heal faster or, or better or reveal something even greater. Yeah. You know? yeah especially when it knows there's an adult in the room mm-hmm. and not yeah. another scared kid right. running the joint. Exactly. Because that's pure chaos. <laughs> yeah, of course. So uh, I'm curious what seems like might be a... Um, a fun experiment for you. Is there a way, these are some ideas. These are some distinctions. The real power of coaching comes from trying things, seeing what works, not expecting a home run and not expecting a quick fix. So what might some, an experiment or some experiments look like for you? Yeah. I mean, what comes to mind is um, being very definite about a period of time that looks a certain way. In other words, it's a period on the calendar. It's a type of schedule that's like four hours a day for X days a week, or it's four weeks with nothing on the calendar or something that has a definite container and a structure. It's literal space, creating literal space. And the reason why I know that the probably the greatest um, uh, opportunity is in something like that is I've talked about doing that and I've tried, but I've come up with all the reasons why that won't work before. So I know that's why that's the key <laughs> Okay, because it, because it ha- it's backfired in the past or I haven't been willing to go there for all the reasons we just talked about. So now, you know, when you blow the doors open a little bit and you try it again, it looks a little different. And it also, it creates some um, it just, it, I think I need some definite parameters because I can like wishy-wash 
dilly dab on all of these things as much as I want. And it's not going to go anywhere. I know that (laughs) because I'll just talk myself right back into the same space. So I have to create something literal and then have it be totally okay that there's nothing there and nothing to do and, you know, not worry about it. (laughs) Well, I don't know about the last one, but we'll see. (laughs) Because I mean, as you mentioned, everything could fall apart. So Right. No, it could, but I think I'm smarter than that, hopefully. (laughs) So I think what I'm hearing in there is help you create a defined specific amount of time as an experiment. And what that experiment would do is it would create a scenario for for you to be in relationship with your clients to tell them, hey, I'm doing this. And then, you know, if we had more time, I would want to help you make sure you do this in an unapologetic way. (laughs) <laughs> I'm so sorry I'm letting you down and everything's going to go to shit. And it's just like, hey, by the way, get your stuff to me before this or after that because I'm out this week. What are you doing? Whatever I want. And then. And I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. That is, I think, working out a little bit of language. Is like, I'm way behind on QAnon stuff. I need to get, I need to get really, I get, I got to get catch up on it. I got to catch up on all my conspiracy theories and just watch what people say. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. A doom stroll for like uh, hours and hours <laughs> and hours. That's what I've been wanting to do. Getting myself the time. Just crazy. <laughs> okay, so what I like about this is that it, it will create an opportunity for you to be in relationship with people because I think that's where this really starts to transform for you. Is those interactions where you imagine something's not going to go quite right, and then people are just like, no big deal. And you're like, oh my gosh, this really isn't that big of a deal. And you realize, oh, a week can turn into two or down the road. There's just more possible when you're in relationship with others in that way. I think that's my, my gut tells me that's where all of this transforms for you. It probably does because that's where the rubber meets the road. And then the extra time that's been given is just the free-for-all space with which to explore and whatever creative ventures that could eventually rise. But I think you're totally right that It has to be the hard parts where the most growth is going to happen. And those hard parts is where I'm meeting that conversation and showing up completely and just speaking the truth rather than conforming, creating some excuse, some apology and, you know, whatever. Please don't hate me. Please don't turn your back on. Yeah, yeah. Screwing. I mean, that's not going to take me anywhere. I'm going to be just as, just as buried in that habit as I always have been. So that. That is where it happens, I think, that that literal one-on-one, okay, I'm going to try this on and I'm going to actually speak it out loud. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There was, a, there was a, a women's retreat that I was aware of. I, I knew of people. And one of the exercises they did, they had, they had the women were the participants. The, one, the women were the ones that paid for this. And they would bring in men. And the women would, there was like all these delicious foods that were there. And the women would speak to the men and tell them how they wanted to be fed. And I've told that to other women and watched them cry. Just telling them that, like, like it was so difficult for them to say, pick up the chocolate covered strawberry and then just trace my lips with it. And, And it was like, I can't. I'd rather. I feel so uncomfortable right now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, this is it, right? (laughs) But it's true. 
can I be in relationship and own what I want and even request or propose how I want to be treated, how I want to be loved, how I want to be touched, all of this stuff. It's all coming back into this place of I matter. And wait, I could be the one who receives? Yeah. I could be the one? Imagine that. Imagine that. Okay. So here's the chocolate covered jar <laughs> or whatever your, your favorite thing is. And it could be to play with. So is it, um, I want to help you get specific because I'd like for you to leave with something to play with today, something specific. So is it taking a week off or does that feel like it's too, I want to find a stretch thing for you, not something that's going to yeah. put you in a, a hernia. So right. I'm thinking that it could be something like a week, but it could also just be like Fridays. Or, you know, create it like more like um, much longer term, but where I'm shortening my actual schedule, literally. And so Fridays become that day. And maybe that's the start where it's just one day, but it's consistent so that okay. I can completely stick to it. And How then- about this? Why don't you take some time and then send me an email on what you want to do? Yeah. And then we can follow up with that. When would you like to to send me an email with the thing you wanted the app for your experiment? Maybe in a week. So I want you to be specific. Oh, yes, I can do that. Let's say this Friday. Okay, great. I have a bonus for you. It, it could be to just play with that asking for things. Silly okay. things. Things that you could totally do. Yes. Yes. It makes me panic. <laughs> yes. That. Uh-huh. That. Uh-huh. That muscle. The, well, I could do it. I'll just do it. Versus mm-hmm. I can relax. I can receive. Yep. Not that I need a reason or a justification to receive. Have I done enough? Have I blah, blah, blah. But that. I said I'm not good at that. I'll, I'll <laughs> work on that. So it's a skill to develop. Let's just look at that. It absolutely is. I would love to be great at that. I really would. Okay. So what if you, you, you could uh, say, you know, I'm going to do two requests a day, as silly as they are. A day? Two a day. Here, I love how this is the big one, by the way. <laughs> this is how I know we found the spot. This just feels ridiculous. Yes, here we are. But this is, imagine shifting this. Imagine what's possible. You're moving through the world and you are able to voice what you want. You are able to speak for what you want. You're able to ask for it and not have to defend, not have to justify, not have to, oh, I'm so sorry. But would you do that for me? Okay. It's a big challenge. That's a good challenge. That's the one that I'll, that's the shift. I don't want this all of this stuff coming from a place of I'm still justifying and I'm still enough enough, but it's really just like coming from this, like, Oh, I just walk through the world and I contribute. Obviously it's not, we're not stopping that, but you're also able to receive. Yeah. Well, and what I like about that and what I can really see is that there is an energy that says I'm, I'm, I'm worth receiving. Like I, not in an egotistical way at all, but that I, I deserve to be here. Like I deserve to have help. And like, that's the energy that is missing. The energy of 
I'm here too. And I belong here. And so while that's so hard, I can see the tremendous benefit because what it is doing is providing a mirror for me to relearn my actual position in the world and not apologize for it. Right? Yeah. It's just a way of being. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm walking through the world and I'm apologetic for being here yeah. or I'm constantly earning my place to be here, that's one thing. But if I'm just here yeah. and I'm a contributor, I'm a player, I'm also a receiver. And it ain't, a, it's not a thing. Yeah. It's more like currency. It just flows, it's give and take back and forth. Everybody gets some, everyone gives some. And you don't even have to, that's the, the that's the, the shadow side of the nice guy syndrome is he's always keeping <laughs> check. He's got a spreadsheet going. And he's yeah. always, well, I deserve this. And he gets pissed when the world doesn't know he deserves that. You just get to <laughs> let this go. Yeah. Well, I was thinking more of it in terms of like sort of the beauty of it is that everyone's giving and receiving equally. And it's, you know, maybe the way things were in indigenous cultures, you know, some, before we got all mixed up and screwed up and keeping tabs and competitive and everything else in the world, it's just truly a way of being where everyone is just equal, you know, everyone's here. All right. This is where I would push you even more. And I would say, I want you to make it where it feels out of balance for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> asking for the two to have is going to be like as out of balance as it gets. <laughs> Seriously, where you're like, there's no way somebody actually gave me a hundred thousand dollars in cash today. And another guy gave me his car. They've got to stop. <laughs> Well, that does happen. I mean, I've, I've worked with people who've had great success and they don't, they can't receive it and they'll, yeah. they destroy it. They blow it up. They do unconscious yeah. stuff here. So this is this muscle. This is the integrity piece. I don't shy away from it. I don't have to posture. I can just simply be here. I can speak for what I want and I can be okay with it. Just feel that, feel that. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, there's no effort. That's how you know it's right. <laughs> oh, this will be effort. This is, this is a new muscle. Yeah. The, <laughs> once the skill has arrived, it should not feel like any effort because you're not posturing. You're not defending. You're not trying to go against your grain, right? It should feel. I'll push back. I don't, I, I would say watch out for any of those expectations. Like it may always feel hard for you. Okay. It, what if it did? Well, then that's what it'd be. So that's okay. Yeah. It doesn't mean that I, I wouldn't use that as the, it just, I just see a lot of magical thinking around that. Like, Oh, it should always be effortless. Like, no, it's going to, the, the right thing can be hard. The healthy thing can be hard. Yeah. It can, hard meaning it takes effort to do that. So does defending and, and collapsing. So. <laughs> <Right>? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great job. Is there anything else that would help me clarify or serve you today? No, this is perfect. This is exactly where, you know, yeah, I was hoping to look under the hood and we, we did just that. So it's great. Well, I appreciate how fun you were and, and willing. You, you went deep and, oh, and yeah. you were very playful the whole time. So I, I, that's <laughs> really fun for me. So thank you. I will get your email on Friday. Thanks, Trip. Really okay. appreciate the opportunity. Okay, bye-bye. If these interviews are helping you, please leave a positive review on whatever podcast app you use so that others can discover the show more easily.